tomorrow you have to be out of this house and you have nowhere to go you you're like in a new country you know no one who that's scary day three the hunger will kick in and oh my goodness that's hard um, but after day three the hunger disappears so that's a good thing and then you get to the seventh day the hunger comes back in this episode of the finding folk podcast I sit down with my now good friend, Gamoni. We'd only met very briefly, so a lot of this was on the fly. This wasn't an interview I could prepare for, but I knew he was from Kenya, and I had certain questions. We spoke about the Mongiki, we spoke about the Maasai and other tribes, African nature. Gamoni shared with me what it's like to be living rough in Melbourne for a period of three months, his aspirations to be an entrepreneur, his small business success in Kenya, and of course, music. I must apologize for small sound defects. This was one of the very first podcasts. I really enjoyed my conversation with Kamoni, and I hope you do too. All right, you got you got to help me here. How do I pronounce your name properly? Kamoni. Kamoni. Yeah. Um, you said you were studying architecture in Melbourne. Yeah. The move from Kenya to Melbourne of just to study. Yeah, just to study. And then we planning on heading back. Yep. Why Australia? Uh, my my family was here before. All right. I, I got cousins and you know, so I decided to follow them. So, what's it like coming from a country where everyone's black <laughs> to a country where everyone's white uh, for the most part, at least? Uh, the first week is the hardest. Yeah, like it's confusing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you feel like everybody's looking at you. That's because they are. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but after that, it's, it it gets normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys have the best flag. Out of any nation. <laughs> you know Ever. this. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's hands down the most badass flag I've ever seen. For those who don't know, it's, you have a, a shield. What's the proper term for the uh, – it's like a skin hide shield. Yeah, shield. And your, your two spears. Two spears, yeah. I watched the documentary. Yeah. Um, now, this documentary was released about 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know um, – a man called Ross Kemp. He's British. Yeah, I know him. Yeah. You know Ross Kemp. Yep. Have you seen much of his documentaries? Yeah, I used to watch them. Yeah, so yeah. There's, 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 he did a series on gangs. Yep. And then a series called Extreme World where he'd go to Venezuela and Tanzania. Yeah, yeah. One of them was Kenya. Did you watch that episode? I think I have. About the Mongiki? Yep. Tell the listeners what you know about Mongiki and, what they're, and who they are or, or what people think they are. Uh, Do you know much about them? It's just guys who decide like to be together. More, yeah. Like it's a it's a family thing. I don't know. I can't tell you. I can't explain to you because I've never met one actually. But it at the time it seemed like there was a lot of unrest. Yeah. A lot. Of, I suppose there were elections going on at the yeah. time. And it, within this documentary, this group, the Mongiki, um, the government was saying they were terrorists, and the Mongiki were saying, "No, no, we're actually harassed by the, the yeah. government." Yeah. And, but they're also a religious group. Exactly. They, I wouldn't call it religion, but it's it's like people who choose to do their own thing. And I also don't want to call it a cult. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because that's a strong word. Right? Yeah, that's yeah. a strong word. It's, mm. it's just people who choose to do. Do they have a un? Yeah. Do you know if they have a unified um, outlook, spiritual religious outlook? Because there are a few things that I found interesting yeah. when they were baptizing. Um, members or people, yeah. it would be through immersion. A lot of churches would be sprinkling, or, <laughs> um, and I just thought it was really. And they seemed to feel like they were persecuted, and there's lots of violence. And so I thought this documentary really didn't say much. It just captured. It, it didn't really answer anything. So yeah. I thought maybe, maybe he would know. But I know it was a long. It was a. It was a long time ago. Are they still a prevalent group in Kenya? Yeah, but you don't hear. You don't hear about them. Like, you don't even think about them. Okay, so they're not really active and part of... They just keep to themselves. Yeah, you know. So they're not they, really... They, they became famous during the election because... 
Yeah. Yeah, okay. But they're not... So they're not really troublemakers. They're, they're, <laughs> no, it's just guys who, like, you you get friends and you choose to do your own thing. I'm sure there's an yeah. asshole among geeky out there. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay. You wouldn't... And, but a gang would be the wrong term to use. No, they're not a gang. Organization? They're not organized uh, enough. It's not like a structured... <laughs> Nah, nah. The other, the other one I wanted to ask you about, and by the way, you, <clears throat> I got about as much answers out of you as I did out of Ross Camp. Yeah. <laughs> about Mungiki. About Mungiki. Uh, but that—that's what makes them so intriguing. They don't really know much. Yeah, it's they're not public. They're things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the other one. Growing up, I always heard about the Maasai. Maasai, yeah. Yeah, I always heard about yeah. them. Yeah. Um, and um, the Maasai is um, an ethnic group of yeah. people yeah. Um, that were Nihilites, I believe they were. They originally from the uh, Egyptian uh, river uh, valley. And that whole ethnic group, they've got a bunch of ethnic groups in those people, the, the, the Bantu and the Dinka and all people spread across Africa. Mm. And they have a reputation for being... At least in times past, fearsome warriors and and Varies. hunters and um, now we don't we don't really have that in the West, say mm. in Australia or America. You know these other ethnic group, and they're known they have mm. this history of being fearsome and yeah. Um, and I don't know if this is still the case, but at one point weren't they the only people allowed to kill lions? Yeah, yeah, because they would hunt them, right? Yeah, um, it was like a, an in- initiation thing. From boyhood to manhood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you go out, kill a lion. <laughs> <laughs> Casually. Crazy, yeah. Do you know what age? I don't know. And they are also the only people who like carry whip, like knives, machetes in, in public. They're allowed to. Yeah. Oh, so the government's actually um, protected them and their cultures and their traditions somewhat. Yeah. Okay. Um how many are there? Is there a small group? I, I suppose they, they're not, they mostly live in rural areas, I guess. Yeah. But you can find some in cities. But the ones in cities are like domestic, <laughs> <laughs> tame. They, they have been, I don't know, modernized. Modernized, yeah. They yeah. don't even wear the traditional clothes and stuff. So, is there a specific area in Kenya where uh, most of the traditional Maasai live? <sighs> But these guys are nomads. They like travel everywhere. All oh, right, yeah. but of course, but, because uh, they're they, are, they are very close to the Kilimanjaro area. Right. Yeah, man, they're actually in TZ, Tanzania, and Kenya. Yeah, when I did a little bit of research, yeah. I just had maybe twenty minutes. Sat down, okay, let's look at Kenya and the Maasai and where mm. they're from. Um, yeah, so they're in Tanzania, Kenya. Um, I read in the 1800s, I think the 1880s sometime, that when they were at their largest, the mm. empire back then, because mm. they were, um, was pretty much all of Kenya and half of Tanzania. So 150-odd years ago, 130, they were a prominent people, yeah. probably the dominant force in that whole area of Africa. Um, have you ever met one? Of course. Of course. <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, these, these questions they're, might They're not like rare things. <laughs> what, like an albino yeah. unicorn? <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they're another tribe. But I'm, I'm, see, that's another thing that's very foreign um, yeah. to Westerners, yeah. uh, tribes and things within the country. So would I ask if you met one, not one by how they look, mm. but one by how he lives, like a, a traditional... No, I, I, no, 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 no. You won't meet them unless you go to where they are. Where they actually live, mm. yeah. Yeah, right. But, so, but meeting one on, you know, outside is easy. They mm. like travel with their cows everywhere. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you always see them moving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's predominantly. You'll see them, but you you don't like uh, get to understand them unless you go to where they live. Yeah, yeah, them. yeah. Okay, so they still separate themselves from the outside world somewhat. Uh, 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 Technology-wise, yeah, they don't. Uh, they don't. No cars. No, no, nothing. Cell phones. <laughs> they walk everywhere. <laughs> See, I love that. I love that. That still exists. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, so you being Kenyan, yeah. when you see them or see one to you, are they oh, just another Kenyan or are they intimidating or what's their reputation to Kenyans? Kenyans actually love them. They they have these lessos, they these shoals that they have. Yes. I don't know if you have seen They're them. They're usually red? Red or blue. They mm-hmm. have squares on them. Oh, maybe Yeah, not. yeah. So, like, general Kenyans love buying those. Oh, really? And, and you'll see them in rugby games, just wearing them. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the Kenyans love the culture. They, you, they appreciate yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You love, like, because every other tribe seems to have lost their their old ways you know but these guys still retain it so when you see one it's like it's, it's good on you like yeah, yeah, giga, like, yeah. <laughs> how are you even doing this <laughs> you know with all what's available yeah, to yeah, them yeah yeah all these nice things around i wonder what they think when they see a car drive past <laughs> and they know they got another 20 k's to trot yeah i suppose they want to hang out with their cattle that's good uh, but they're not they're not people you, you're scared of it's just another tribe, you know, doing their thing. Just doing their thing. Yeah, yeah. So when you say other tribes, mm. what are the major tribes in Kenya now? They're like 40 tribes. 40. Yeah, 40 something more. Yeah. Which are the biggest? Are they, or they all pretty much dispersed? Uh, the Kikuyu is big. Kikuyu. The biggest. Kikuyu. I've heard, I know nothing about it, but I've heard them. Yeah. Okay. They actually used to intermarry with... The Messiah. Yeah, and do business with them. Okay. Yeah. Um, but they haven't kept their traditional culture. Uh, yeah. They, it's not that intense, yeah. you yeah. know? Yeah. yeah. So these different tribes, <clears throat> um, how do you differentiate? Can you tell so Can you tell uh, Kukuyu just by looking at them? Or do you have to hear them speak? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Will this get you in trouble back home? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I, mean, I suppose they all have their stereotypes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can know. So that um, they look somewhat slightly yeah, different, yeah. tribe to tribe? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Mm. Um, do they all have their own language? Yeah. 40, 40 tribes with their own dialects. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so what's but some of them are related like <clears throat> you can have like a couple of tribes that the language sounds the same almost the same so i can understand what they are saying even though it's like twisted yes it's like they are playing with the words no it's like if i speak to someone from the netherlands yeah. if i speak to a dutchman yeah i can understand him better than he can understand me because afrikaans came from dutch right yeah so if we spoke slowly, yeah, I could understand them. Okay, that's interesting. So, what's the um, predominant language in Kenya? Swahili. Swahili. Yeah. Okay. Um, is that their own tribe, Swahili? No, Swahili is the national is language. The national language. Yeah. yeah. So this is why I wanted to talk to you because I don't know anything. <laughs> it's the national language, and then there's you know English. Um, so, what do you speak? Just Swahili? You, I mean, apart from English. Uh, yeah, my mother tongue. Yes. Yeah. Swahili. Can you give me a sentence? I, I, I no. want to hear what it sounds like. <laughs> yeah, man. Tell me. Okay, I'll give you. I'll give you something to say because people tell me the same things. Like, say something in Africa. Like, yeah. <laughs> from where? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Introduce yourself. Um, say, uh, my name is Komoni. Mm-hmm. I am from Kenya. <laughs> and I'm visiting my friend in Australia. <laughs> okay. Jitago Kamoni, Nyumete Kenya, na Jukitago Serera Muratoa Kwa Australia. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the Maasai, what, what, what do they speak? They have their own language? Yeah, it's Maasai. Yeah. It's called Maasai. The language yeah, yeah. is called Maasai. I hope so. <laughs> well, I'd be very embarrassed oh, if they... you, you lose your yeah yeah. Um, do you know any Maasai words? No, nah. no. Do you know Kenyan history? Um, At least in the last hundred, two hundred years. I'm not a history guy, but yeah. yeah. But I, I, 
Because how did the Messiah... It depends what, what you want to know. Well, yeah. I want to know um, the Messiah were the predominant power in Kenya at one point, mm. in Tanzania. Mm. What changed? Now we've got 40 tribes. Mm. Uh, 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 what changed? Was it colonization? Because there's... Uh, no, it's just uh, they chose to stay in that way of life and, and, everyone, and, and everyone else, you know. So they kind of get left behind. Of course, it makes sense. Yeah. They don't want to let go of their ways. and Yeah, no, that makes sense. So when you go to school mm. and in your life, these tribes, are there, um, is there conflict between certain no. tribes? <laughs> I, I, I'm trying to it's figure a, out Kenyan it's society. A, it's actually amazing to be, I want you to imagine this, you're in a classroom mm. with like 40 kids mm. Classrooms in Kenya are big. They're like, I, I went to school with 50, 60 guys in one classroom. It's a huge classroom. Now imagine people in that classroom are from different tribes, different places in the country. Man. It's, it's, it's nice. When you put it that way, that <laughs> yeah. is nice. Yeah. And uh, you get to play with all of them. Man. Yeah. You, you never think about, you know, this idea of hate or, you so, know. So there isn't like, um, because there are people groups that have, have had this conflict for, for yeah. hundreds of years. Uh, and so it's not like it's intertwined into the politics and. Yeah, politics is what yeah. brings up the tribal issue. But. In everyday life, people get along. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. not even something you think about because you grow up with these people, you live, they are your neighbors, you go to school with them. Mm. It's it's natural. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, were you from Nairobi, the only place I know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a big place, right? Yeah, very big. Um, it's the capital. The microcosm of Eastern Africa is in Kenya because you've got lots of different landscapes, lots yeah, of different yeah, terrain yeah. there. That's probably one of the things I love is the nature of it. It's nature. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I, I find it's almost similar to Australia when it comes to nature and, yeah. It's, yeah. It's a, you got that. Here you have a lot of animals, right? Mm, mm. It's the same thing out there. Yeah, it's not like, let's say, I don't know, what, what can we give you? Like the Netherlands. Mm. Yeah, it, it, it's not. Yeah, no, that makes sense. We, um, <clears throat> 2018, I was in South Africa for my sister's wedding and for our honeymoon, well, one of them. Mm. Um, so our whole family bought a few utes, a few buckies, and um, we just traveled north. Yeah. We went through Botswana. Yeah. And we went uh, to Victoria Falls in Zimbabwe. And that was the first time really as an older person really going through Africa. Now, we went on roads, but we went through the bush, like dirt roads through them for days. Mm. Um, and I missed the dots. <laughs> <laughs> Out here, everything is paved. It's boring. <laughs> you missed yeah, the dust. Yeah, yeah. It's funny, man. We, well, I lived um, out west in New South Wales. Mm. Dry, flat. I loved it. When mm. I came here, everything is green and lush. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is this? Um, but so we went, and it was the first time I saw African animals um, that aren't in game parks as such. Yeah. You, you really out in the sticks. And where we, but the sad thing was, see, my father and his brothers, mm -hmm. my grandfather would always take them camping when they were young. Now, this is in the in the 70s, 80s, like deep in Africa. Um, now where my wife, Jade, she came with, and there were a few other uh, Aussies that came, uh, my sister's friends, and they'd see an elephant or a group of elephants, and they'd see giraffes, or they'd see, and they'd be like, wow. <laughs> But I'd look at my father yeah. and his brothers and they were somewhat yeah, deflated, yeah. disappointed. Why? Because they would say where they would see now herds of maybe 20 spring box, <coughs> eh? When they were young men, they'd see 80, they'd see yeah. 100. Yeah. Where they'd see um, a group of elephants, maybe we'd see maybe 30, 40, they'd see hundreds. Um, and they were like Africa's 
Africa's changed from their time. Yeah. You know, and but I can't even imagine because when I was out, oh, we took a plane over the Okavango Delta. Yeah, yep. We saw one rhino <laughs> from the sky. That's the only rhino we <laughs> yeah, saw. Yeah, yeah, One. But it looked like, I don't know how to describe it, like, uh, like the movie Avatar. Fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> and... Um, so that, that was a lot of fun, and that was my first time really experiencing Africa for, for what it is. I remember we came across um, some lions. We were looking for them, and um, we finally found some. And there were female uh, lions just laying down, but I wanted to get a good shot. So <clears throat> the back of the, the, at the ute, the truck, mm. has a canopy, so mm. we're covered and we're in the back. And so the lions are on the far side, and I'm on this side, and I just wanted to sit up. And just poke my head out the window over the roof. Yeah. They're all laying down in the shade over there. I, I think my reaction time is good enough. <laughs> but as soon as I put my head over the ute and I made eye contact, that lioness, I've never felt more vulnerable. Like her eyes suddenly changed. Like her eyes. And the, suddenly... lion, the lioness is more fierce than the lioness. They're the ones that normally hunt, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm. So. As soon as she saw me, mm. everything, her whole demeanor changed. Like uh, the look in her eyes changed. Like she was locked on. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, she's yeah. About I'm on to, to you. <laughs> yeah. And I've, that's, I've never experienced that feeling where I'm yeah, yeah. prey. Like, and um, imagine the Maasai is used to hunt them. <laughs> With what? Do you know? It's the spears and stuff. <laughs> no, give me my, my, uh, my shotgun, my double walking yeah. gun. <laughs> no. Man, I'd love to see that. Is it? Surely there'd be some footage, no? Yeah, maybe maybe not. there is. I don't know. I, I have never looked it up. Mm. Yeah. I've read stories like in the Bobby here of like Samson like fighting a lion mm. in a lion's pit and you think, what does that look like? You, you know, it's like, <laughs> man. That thing can take you down with one claw. Just uh, the claw is huge, you know? I wanted to ask you, yeah. you, were studying in, you were studying architecture mm-hmm. in Melbourne and you said uh, you've sort of hit a tough spot now of the virus and everything. So tell me, how did you end up in the northern New South Wales from Victoria <laughs> and what that process was like? Okay, so um, it started when I, 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 I had this job, right? I was working seven days a week, but I... I never got a break, so I wanted, I was like tired. Seven days a week. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, but I was the only one holding that position who could do that thing, you know. Mm. So when I left, I, I just, I just one day left. I went, I went for a vacation because <laughs> for one week. And never went back. And, and guess where I went? I, Byron Bay. Really? <laughs> yeah, I traveled from like I took the train to Sydney, then to Byron Bay, and then I I, I went back to Melbourne. Right mm. when I went back, of course they had replaced me. How long were you away for? Just a week. Yeah, a week. This holiday yeah. was they're not happy with it, I assume. Yeah, but they were not never going to give me one. So <laughs> 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 you know, yeah, when you okay. get tired, you just Pack up and leave. Yeah. So I uh, anyway I went back to Melbourne, and then I didn't have a job, so I couldn't pay rent. Uh, that's that's how you know, mm. like I didn't have a place to stay. Now I was like living outside. <laughs> living. What was that first night like? <laughs> My gosh, that's probably the scariest I've ever been. <laughs> wow. Like so, that first night when you realize like tomorrow you have to be out of this house and you have nowhere to go. You you're like in a new country, you know no one. Wow. Whew, that's scary. Man, it's bad so, enough <laughs> in your own country. Yeah. It's bad enough for me if I, if that happened to me here. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, happened yeah. to me in Kenya. You're in a new country and you don't know one don't know anyone. Damn. That night was scary. So anyway. I I lived like there for um, how many, how long? A couple of weeks, two months, three months. Three months I was living in a warehouse. <laughs> like oh, yeah. a, a, an abandoned building. 
So tell me, did you find that warehouse that first night? It, it was just like a place I used to see. On the way to work or yeah, whatever. on the way to school. And then that night I didn't know, like I knew the next morning I had to be out very early. So they they had already like told me I need to get out of the house, right? <clears throat> so <laughs> I found this place. I, I in the morning I in at night I didn't know where I was going to go, mm. but in the morning I had this idea. It just came to me: go to this warehouse. I went. <laughs> I got in the like the gate was not. It was like a, just a crappy place. Yes, yes. Yeah. I just got in. It was dirty. My gosh. Dusty, yeah. dusty, like oof, rats everywhere. The biggest rust you have ever seen. Outside <laughs> so, of India, size, <laughs> size of your arm. Wow. Yeah. So I, I, I chilled out there for a week. I cleaned the place. So you just went for a walk and found a room that you thought would probably be the best in this warehouse. Or a, it was just a big, just way. a it, big warehouse. Yeah, it had like one room inside. Yeah, and there were no other um, desperate Kenyans in this warehouse. <laughs> no, nope, 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 nope. Your man. <laughs> so that first night you spend in that place, yeah, w- w- was this summer or winter? Um, uh, I think it was summer. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right, so yeah, the nights yeah. weren't too bad. It was, it was not summer, but yeah, it was. It was okay. Not summer, not winter. You're safe. So. <laughs> Wait, you lay some clothes down, some towels down to sleep on? Mm, you put down some, <laughs> like, pillows. Mm, yeah. Five pillows. And then I got, I, I, this, you see these mats that they use on massage tables? Yes. In Melbourne, they like throwing stuff out. Stuff that's okay, you know. I picked out one up, I put on top of the pillows. That's where I used to sleep. Where'd you find it? Just random, just random. walking around, yeah. Sure, man. And that first night, <laughs> what am I? Byron Bay was worth it. <laughs> I should have stayed there, you know. Hey, man. Anyway, I lived there for three months. In this warehouse? Yeah. So, okay, no food. <clears throat> what? Okay, no food. All right, what am I, what am I going to do for food? Did you have a bit? You had Nothing. no money? Nothing, no money. It's just <laughs> you. You fast for seven days. On the seventh day, you like look for what are they called? Oats and uh, these these things that college kids love. The the noodles, noodles. noodles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You mixed it up. You're good, good. for another week. <laughs> so you know what it means to be hungry. Damn. But but anyway, I I knew about fasting. And the benefits it has on you. So for me, I've always been fasting. I've never been like, I've never thought of it like I'm hungry, uh, I'm missing food. You thought I'm fasting and I'm getting the free radicals out of my body. I'm good, I'm healthy. I'm sharp. (laughs) I'm sharp. When you fast, things happen. You become more creative, sometimes even more productive. Day one. Yeah. Day two, when do the cognitive effects come in when you fast? Because like you said, I mm. heard it, it It can make you sharper, more creative. Mm. Um, when fast, you suffer. <laughs> <laughs> it's painful. Like like you, you feel weak. You can't do anything. You just lie down. <laughs> no That's energy. all you do. You, you you have no energy, absolutely no energy. So, <clears throat> but after you you get used to it, it you, you know, it's you start getting creative and stuff. You start by getting good. Creative? At it. Do you mean losing? Like like <laughs> losing it? Okay, imagine this. I I I am I have nowhere to. to I need ideas. Mm. I need to work on something. <laughs> That's like hey, so it's actually your 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 body, your system saying, "Hey, you, yeah, you need you, to figure something out." You are in survival mode that time. Mm. But I think fasting does something. I, I you can feel it. Like it brings up something. <laughs> some ideas, I don't know. Well, you I assume you, some productive thing. Your body knows that you need yeah, to yeah. you need to make a move, I yeah. guess, right? So <clears throat> Day one, like jogging, like you go for a run, mm-hmm. 
it sucks and you get really tired. Maybe you get a stitch. Yeah. But you, you keep going and then, hey, no, I'm good. Mm. So day two, day three, day four, when does it start? Day, day three is the hardest. Day three. Yeah. <laughs> day three, the hunger will kick in and oh my goodness, that's hard. Um, <clears throat> but after day three, the hunger disappears. So that's a good thing. And then you get to the seventh day, the hunger comes back. I don't think I've ever gone maybe 48 hours yeah. without eating my whole entire life. <laughs> you should. No, I should, um, especially because I'm a glutton <laughs> in so many words. This is, uh, it's called intimate fasting. I was just about to ask Int- you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you fast for like, uh, you eat early, uh, let's say 6 p.m. Yeah. And then the next day you'll eat at uh, 11 a.m. You start with that, the the intimate. And then uh, work your way. Yeah, yeah. and then you do like a three-day fast, seven-day fast, and then you do like a month. Month. Yeah. Uh, What's the longest you've gone? A month. No. (laughs) You're lying. (laughs) But I I did cheat. I I would eat meal like uh, on... Like let's say the seventh day, but it's not a a meal meal. It's it's just what I told you. It's noodles and oats, just one one bowl of it. So this is when you were without a home. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So maybe once a week you'd get a little meal. Yeah, yeah. and for a month that's how would you live. For three months, dude. Three months. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Man. Well, um. Your body shape, yeah. did it change? You get skinny. Yeah, yeah, you that's look, what I'm asking. You, so how you look now, is that? Yeah, I've always been skinny. You've always been about. Okay. But but you can feel yourself losing weight. Yeah, you, my clothes didn't fit me. Scary, Not, man. Nothing. <laughs> it's scary. So you're walking around like a bum with clothes that don't fit. <laughs> you're skinny. Yeah. Man. What an experience, man. Mm. So three months, you're in this warehouse. Yeah. Where'd you catch a break? Um, I decided to move to Sydney to like visit my my family. You know. Were they able to send you some some? Uh, how did you afford? Um. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think uh, yeah. My parents sent me something. Mm. I used it for bus fare. I took the train all the way to Sydney. That was fun. Yeah, eleven hours, man. <laughs> <laughs> on the bus, <laughs> on the train, on the train. Yeah, eleven hours. It's a long trip. So I get to Sydney. But it looked <clears throat> anything that uh, other than a warehouse. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it gets old really fast. Um, when did your parents realize that you? I didn't tell them. You didn't tell them mm-hmm. purposefully. Yeah, you they didn't want them to worry. Yeah, you freak out. No you, need for like, them to worry. You know? Your mom. It's like she worries a lot. <laughs> you don't want to like to have to think every day. She, the sun is, you know, mm, mm. in a new country and they, they're not doing good. So you thought, no, I'll, I'll be fine. I'll, I'll sort myself yeah. out. There's no need for my parents to stress. They can handle it. And to now, she's, do they know? Still? No. They'll never know. I promise it's not rich, can you? Man, that's crazy. Okay, so you go visit your family in Sydney. Yeah, I stayed there for like, I don't know, maybe a month or something. Okay. <clears throat> Sydney is about 10 hours south of where we are now. Yeah. So, what's... Uh, I uh, remember I'd gone to Byron Bay before. Yes. So, I couldn't stay with them. Yeah. Because, you know, they have their own responsibility. They're going to work. Mm. It's like... After a while, you feel like, oh, man, I'm overstaying my visit. Yes. They're taking care of me. It feels awkward. Yeah. No. So, you know, I, I decided I got a place. I I, I got a place on Airbnb. Yeah. And uh, my brother gave me some cash. And I came all the way here. You thought so, so how I found Lismo was I had... When I first came to Byron Bay, I took the bus and the bus came through Lismo. So that's how I knew Lismo. So it was just a coincidence. So I I found a place on Airbnb and then I came. 
came to Lisbon yeah. to make to make it big. I was, <laughs> I, I I was like fingers crossed I get a job for at the blueberry farm. Mm. Yeah, it's hard out here. <laughs> Have you been working at the blueberry farm? No, 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 not yet. Not yet. But I'm. You're trying. Yeah, yeah, I'm almost. almost. They send me like an email and stuff. How do they? How do you get to the blueberry farm if you don't have a car? Yeah, that's that's the tricky part yeah. actually. For most farms, you have to you need a car. Mm. What's your vision for the next two months, six months, eighteen months? Uh, actually, I when I was in Kenya, I, I was really interested in business. Like I I went to business school. I did commerce business commerce so and i had my own business so i'm really interested in that entrepreneurship thing kind of thing so yeah that that will always be the the goal the yeah. the thing start your business yeah i want to affect like I, i have this goal to affect a billion people or more like give them value or something you know So what's that's the, pro- the ultimate goal. What's the product? Enrich them in some way. <laughs> that entrepreneurship is the you know it's my dream. So I made the right friend. That's <laughs> <laughs> what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you mean Yeah, it has been my obsession. Like business has been all my like an obsession for years, almost nine years now. I've been like trying new things, failing, succeeding, failing, trying new things. Till it starts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I actually started websites, building websites, is that I needed to build my own websites. I needed to start my own businesses and you don't have capital at that time. So you need to do a lot of things on your own. So did you find some success? Yeah, <laughs> I, I actually ran a business for a, a while. I was doing beanbags, you know, beanbag chairs. Yeah, yeah, the ones you poofs they call them. Yeah, right. You were mm. making them. Yeah, I was making them, and they were like they were not popular in Kenya, so I was doing good. Hey, man, that that's the... <laughs> I, was, I was like the only guy doing it, <laughs> <laughs> making, big making big money doing it on my own. Can you tell me the pro? How do you? start <laughs> you, uh, with uh, okay i don't know where the idea came from it just I, it just came it yes. snapped one day like uh, okay i when i was in school i i dropped out of the business school on my final year like i couldn't i couldn't stay there like <laughs> i uh when i when i sit in a classroom i feel like i'm dying on the inside yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i need to, i need to be out there i i, I learn need to be doing yeah I'm, i learn faster when i'm outside when i when there's nobody tell me like a boring boring lecture you, you learn more doing the practical side of things in the I, I learn i learn faster and better on my own Yeah, yeah, when I'm just researching, studying, just on the internet. Okay, what is this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what about I'm, this? I'm, I'm naturally curious, so hmm. as yeah. yeah. Okay, so you had to find the foam balls for your beanbag. First, I find I uh, first I got the idea. Yes. Then, got- then I, I got some. <laughs> I took my mom's. Uh, what are they called? So, bed bed sheets. Yes. <laughs> and I cut them. <laughs> I didn't tell her. Oh, man. How are you still walking? <laughs> so I cut them. I I made the designs myself. The 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 initial designs. Yeah. I cut them. I made them myself. So I drew them, and then I from there, I I did like a little sewing by hand, just hand. Yeah, yeah, by hand. I had so I had the the concept. The what is it called? Yeah, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I had that. So from there, I had to get. Uh, you had to pattern it. Somehow. No, I, I didn't think of that because I didn't remember. I didn't have the capital yeah, to. Yeah. yeah. So <clears throat> what I got was uh, a tailor, a really good one. <laughs> what well, you said? Listen, I've an got an amazing idea. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The best one you could find. 
And then, so I, I, I would go to buy materials on my own. Mm-hmm. I would cut them at night. And then the tailor would come in the morning, make them. Mm-hmm. By nine o'clock, 10 o'clock, I'm doing the delivery. I make my money, come back, do the same thing. Was this purely online? Yeah, I had a website. Remember, I built a website. Yes, so I'm getting the, the people are coming in through the website. Yeah, yeah. To buy, they're, they're giving me calls. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm. okay. How did you market your website? Through social media? No, yeah. I I didn't do much social media. I just, uh, they, it came from uh, people talking. Okay. Yeah. Just word of mouth. Yeah, just word of mouth. But I made profit on the first week. I made like 10,000. <laughs> No, so uh, so ten, I was ten, like, wait, wait, ten thousand what? Ten thousand? Ten shillings. It's a lot of money. What's what's the what's the exchange rate between? When you when you do the exchange rate to Australian, it doesn't seem like a lot, but but it's different. It doesn't yeah. imagine ten thousand here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. To to, so, to to Kenya, it's different. Understand? Yeah. Understand. So imagine you just started a business and you you were expecting to make profit uh, six months later. Yeah. On the first week, you made money. Oh my gosh! I was, <laughs> <laughs> this is what I'm doing. This is it. This is it. <laughs> yeah, I went hard on it. So did it um, die out? <laughs> Why didn't you yeah. carry on? Okay, I, the more I did it, the more I realized I this is not it. I I wanted to be an entrepreneur, and it was you need uh what is it called? You need an, you need to make something that is a a need, not a want. Yes. So when people see bean bags, they they want them, but they don't need them, do they? Like uh, <laughs> as opposed to say, let's say a very well constructed um, safe cover for your phone. Oh, yeah. uh, mm, you need, no, 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 no. Yeah, you need something like. Something somebody needs, yes. they can't do without. Yes, you know, not something they see uh, during, you know, like a toothbrush. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good example. Yeah, like a toothbrush. Yeah, they need it. Now you need to find one that is consistently making you money. You know, either that or um, say like a fad or a or a. Um, okay, let's say protein powder was big mm-hmm. at one point. <clears throat> yeah. And that was a good marketplace. Uh, supplements in general uh, boomed at yeah. some point. Um, say the first guy to make phone cases. So it, it, a lot of it would also be timing, right? So when you're fast to uh, to something, you mm-hmm. you 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 benefit a lot. Mm. Yeah, but finding that one idea. Oh, <laughs> it would take you years, man. Well, maybe less if you were fasting. Yeah. <laughs> Get that creative juice flowing. So what are you thinking? Yeah. What right. are you thinking? Do you have any my, ideas? My next idea. Uh, maybe. Yeah. yeah. I can't tell you. You can't I'll say. have you, to you, kill that, you that, fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. As soon as I ask, I thought, no, okay, no, he's not going to tell me. And rightfully uh, so. Uh, I, I, I... Sh- I show, I don't tell. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. It's yeah. better that way. Yeah. Of course. Well, think about it, man. Maybe one day you affect that one billion people, empower them, yeah. and they're going to ask, who is this man? <laughs> who is this man? This is the man that slept in a warehouse for three months and had noodles once a week. <laughs> That's the, not the only warehouse I slept in. I have slept in like a two, two more. Two more than yeah. that? yeah. Um, because you thought they were more comfortable or because you were worried that someone would find you? No, you don't have rent. So what are you going to do? No, but that's, Sleep on the streets yeah. when there's like a building that nobody cares about? You know? No, but that's what I mean. I mean, um, from the first initial warehouse that you slept in, mm. um, why did you go to the other ones? Was it because you thought so, um, someone might notice you or you just thought it would be a better place? Uh, yeah. I got kicked out. They they, they found, found you. Yeah. Who found you? Police. No, no, no. Just some, load some people and they thought, hey. Some you? dudes, yeah, they, they kicked me out. Politely? <laughs> no, I wasn't there. Oh, they just threw you. They, they just put up 
like notices mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. you know you have to get out yeah okay there's um and that that's how i actually need got to sydney was i got kicked out so i had to <laughs> had to come up with something yeah, come yeah, up with yeah. yeah. <clears throat> did you meet any folks during your time being homeless other guys maybe no no Keep out here out here there there are lots yeah, around northern rivers this area here yeah byron bay here there are lots of homeless people i don't know why i would have thought there'd be more homeless in the city i i, I didn't realize there's more homeless here in this area uh, yeah yeah there's actually more homeless here in the city you don't see them they they're there but mm. they're not as much so tell me mm. I like music. Mm-hmm. I really like music. Oh, you're not the only one. <laughs> I love music. I love music. It's medicine. Yeah. Traditional, modern, uh, uh, do you listen to, is there like uh, traditional Kenyan music, African music? Uh, What sort of music do you enjoy? I like jazz. Jazz? Yeah. I like, uh, there's a certain house music in, in Africa. They play but they play instrumentals. instrumental I love I, I music. Yeah, I love the sound of actually in South Africa. Hey, my man. <laughs> I like I like the sound of the drums. It's yeah. it's natural. It's not this electrical electric thing. Yeah, they there's actually a DJ. I don't know if you know them. Probably what not. is what is it called? Black something. I don't remember them. They actually play live drums old traditional drums nah. and they mix at the same time it's amazing and mix at the same time <laughs> yeah one guy is mixing the other guy is playing drums wow i have that mix i should give you it's amazing no you should see <clears throat> I, i'm i don't really like house music mm. electronic music um but this it's, this sounds this you know the house music in africa is different from the west the it sounds house, different it, it's here it's like yeah <laughs> and it's like repetitive music there's something about african it's the the instruments they put some animal noises just somewhere in the middle you feel like you're <laughs> you feel like you're in there <laughs> um africans understand and yeah. feel rhythm like rhythm rhythm that's like the one no one else rhythm they just feel they know how to you know they know how to dance man they know how to dance they know how to Africans the only people who dance when they're angry when they're hungry hungry oh angry yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say <laughs> I yeah. never thought about that <laughs> um okay so African house music you need to show me those guys yeah jazz jazz um I'm more into it instrumental i don't like these modern stuff no 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 they they're not no. saying anything no, no, no. <laughs> it's a lot of nothing <laughs> yeah 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 no, what do your parents listen to uh my mom is very religious yes so church music yeah yeah my dad very traditional mm-hmm. so probably tribal music yeah, <laughs> yeah he, he he listens to the radio shows that you know from Take the, the, the mother tongue you know yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. so okay in libya <clears throat> there's a tribe called the toreg yeah toreg tribe do you I know, know them yeah, yeah do you know their music not their music what, what do you know about them just how they dress <laughs> 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 that blue is so Yeah. Mm. These guys apparently they're the guitarists of Africa. Um they're a nomadic tribe predominantly in Libya but yeah. their music yeah. um um they call it Toreg blues or desert blues. Uh-huh. They have a, a, a like a a concert uh there in the year in the desert but it's very hard to get to especially cuz Libya is a failed state. Yeah. yeah. Um but man they they have like um a lot of their music videos is literally them in the middle of the desert mm-hmm. at night around a campfire and their drums and they incorporate clapping i should check that out <laughs> i'll show you i'll show yeah, you tonight yeah, yeah. um desert blues man like oh, that's my that's my little <laughs> anyway i i love music in general it's the way it makes you feel 
it's not necessarily what general music it is. It's, it's just how it sounds, how it makes you feel. That's important. I used to listen to a lot of hip-hop. And then I learned that music affects your body. Like, do you know cymatics? There's this, cymatics is the forming shapes in water using sound. The vibrations. Yeah. yeah. Now, I want you to imagine we are made of, we are made up of water, right? Yeah. So sound affects your body, your cells, your DNA. It's like an ancient secret nobody talks about. <laughs> so when I when I when I started reading this, I, I started choosing the music I listened to very carefully, knowing that it's it's like a program. So I, I used to listen to a lot of hip hop and I realized that it makes me very angry. <laughs> really? Yeah. So when I when I stopped, the anger went away. Like um, it rolls you up. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You, like feel, yeah you, you don't feel, know why. You just feel angry. Yeah. When I stopped, that problem went away. Well, it makes it makes sense to a degree because um, they've shown that plants mm. respond to music. Yeah, yeah, in, yeah. And some they grow healthier or they die. Yeah, yeah. When you feed them like jazz, they they bloom. Classical music, mm. they bloom. Mm. When you feed them. What is it called? Hard metal? Death metal. Or yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've seen that. That makes it sense. Dies. So uh, it's like they, we never talk about it, but... I never thought of it that way. That your body woman. is made up of water. water. Yeah. yeah. I never, never <laughs> thought of it that way. Yeah. A lot of my music uh, isn't in English or Afrikaans. I have no idea what they're saying. Like, uh, you don't have Afrikaans music? No, no, I do, I do, I do, I do. <gasps> I'm saying I understand. I understand. But I don't I'm, have music from my tribe, so it's okay. <laughs> no, I've got lots of Afrikaans music. But what yeah. I'm saying is, I have lots of music where I have no idea what they're saying. Yeah, but you can feel yeah, it. I do that too. I yeah. listen to music that I don't understand, but I can feel it. You can feel it. Yeah, yeah. I don't think people realize how how much music affects you. It affects your emotions, the way you think. It's like a program. It it programs you. If if musicians understood uh, understood sound mm. and music and what the effect it has on people, mm. I think they would be like the people who change the world or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they yeah. would make the most beautiful music. I want to thank you for doing this. Yeah. I, I know it's um, I'm no one to you. I really want to thank. I've you. never done it. I, I could do it again. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, we have a lot to talk about, and I'm yeah. sure we will in the future. It will yeah. be fun. Yeah. But I really want to thank you. Kamoni, ka, 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 moni, ka, moni, yeah, ka, moni. Thank you, my friend. <laughs>